Well, good afternoon, everyone. The H1B Guy here. And today, the H1B Guy Live with Mob Squad Partnerships Manager, Judy Husbands. We've got a lot to talk about, um, but before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, uh, to please make sure you're subscribed to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's live stream is brought to you by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner, Mob Squad, has a solution. Join the squad. And by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. And by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. Well, today I have the privilege of welcoming in Judy Husbands, as I mentioned, Partnerships Manager with Mob Squad. Uh, Judy spent the previous 11 years of her career in media and advertising sales uh, before moving over to Mob Squad in November of 2021. For those of you who have kept up with this series that we've put on here with Mob Squad for the last year and a half, in the video description below is my live interviews uh, with Graham Nixon, uh, with RF Kamani, as well as testimonial interviews of Mob Squatters, including Mary Grace and Saurabh. Please check those out if you haven't already. Judy, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well, Robert. Thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. I'm so glad we could uh, have you jump in. Timing could not be any better. A couple of milestones here. Tomorrow is actually the three-year anniversary of the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube. Um, and also, we are two days away from the deadline for the H1B lottery application, um, which is always an interesting time when we talk about Mob Squad and what Mob Squad does and how they help individuals that are in the U.S. kind of facing this work visa uncertainty. Um, so wanted to kick it over to you and, and, you know, have you tell us a little bit about your background, how you landed at Mob Squad. I know you've been there almost a year and a half. And, and what does it mean to be partnerships manager? Well, thank you so much for the introduction. Um, so happy to be here. Excited to chat with you. I wanted to share a really cool story um, about actually when I first joined Mob Squad, I was tasked with finding an influencer to partner with that already had a super engaged community of people. Um, and long story short, based on my research, I found you. So this is really like a first full circle moment for me. Very <laughs> um, cool. Right? I did not know that. And I'm um, absolutely fanboyed right now. I really, <laughs> really appreciate that. That's so cool. Well, likewise. So I thought it'd be cool to share that with you and with the community. I know you didn't know that. So um, again, thanks for the introduction. I think I might be blushing a little. I normally don't get um, <laughs> surprised, but you absolutely caught me off guard. Well, we're off to a good start, Robert. That's, hey, yeah. that's what we're bringing the audience here today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so as Robert mentioned, you know, um, my background um, in terms of my career, but uh, when I was approached by uh, Mob Squad, it was really just um, a no brainer. The social mission, 
of, you know, helping new immigrants and their families um, by allowing them to, you know, keep their current jobs that they've invested so much time into. Um, but providing a secure life in Canada, I was like, sign me up. Like, where can I start? How can I help? Um, I was born and raised in Toronto, but I'm a child of immigrant parents um, that tried navigating both the U.S. and Canadian um, immigration system. And well, as you guys can all see, I'm I'm in Canada. Um, I have roots here. I have a family um, married with two kids. So, you know, we all love it here in Toronto. Um, partnerships at Mob Squad. Um, it's really all about just the client facing relationship. Um, mainly partnering with U.S.-based clients um, mm-hmm. and getting them excited about our innovative solution um, here in Canada. Mm-hmm. So your target client then and your um, role at Mob Squad is sort of the liaison between Mob Squad and U.S.-based clients who may be looking to relocate an employee um, near shore to, to Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. There's actually three ways specifically. Okay. Um, that we can help relocate um, highly skilled individuals into Canada. And one you've essentially already touched on. So if you're already working with a US-based company um, and you want to stay working with them, but you can't due to you know uncertain visa issues like expiring OBTs, not getting selected in the H-1B, or your H-1B is expiring and you don't have a perm process in place, we can help relocate you to Canada and stay working with your US-based company. Um, second, I would say is, you know, if you're currently offshore and your company is looking to bring you closer um, and align within the t- same time zones, uh, provide a little bit more in terms of security and compliance, um, that's another area where we can really offer our services and help relocate you to Canada. And then third but not least is, you know, if you are a highly skilled technology professional and you want to find a new opportunity and you're interested in, in living in Canada and starting your roots here, that's also an area um, that we can help. Very cool. So three different aspects of services that the Mob Squad offers. Um, I know when I had Graham on most recently, a lot of the focus had been on that that U.S.-based employers and individuals who maybe had a, a failed lottery attempt. So I think that kind of is a great lead-in to, to what I referenced at, at the beginning of, of our discussion, which is, you know, two days away here, June 30th, from the application deadline for H-1B lottery. Um you know, I've still been pretty bullish on the fact that I don't believe there's going to be a second lottery, but I'm hearing murmurs that the application rates currently are lower than expected. So that leads itself to a possibility of that. But assuming that I had a failed H-1B lottery attempt and assuming that a second lottery isn't going to happen, uh, outside of using the the link in the video description below, (laughs) what's the, the best approach for me as an individual here in the U.S.? Um, looking to initiate that mob squad conversation with my employer. Yeah, I mean, if you need to arm yourself with more information, I would say almost always contact us and let's go through a case by case scenario of like what is going on with your current visa status um, and what your options look like. But ultimately, you know, if you're the engineer, I would just simply go to your employer and suggest to them that you want to stay working in this position at for this company and you found a solution that involves you moving to, to Canada. So you obviously mm-hmm. have to go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that there's a company that can help provide a turnkey solution and facilitate a way uh, to take everything on from payroll to immigration. Um, 
and be able to secure them and their families a work permit very quickly, provide a path to Canadian uh, permanent residency and citizenship. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, hand it off to us, make an introduction to myself, or I think um, our head of partnerships has been on this uh show before as well her name's nicole bainham yeah um, and so we're happy to have a call um to take a call and have a conversation so i know we spend a lot of time here talking about the benefit for the individual um mm -hmm. most of my market and my audience is 80 percent individuals um 20 of my friends in the staffing and an employment world right um, but what's the benefit for an employer or for your client in utilizing what I, I call mob squads, like white glove service? What's that benefit particularly for the employer? Yeah. So, I mean, to your point, it's just that, right? And when we say white glove service, it's from every aspect possible from taking care of, you know, that employee just the same way that they would be taking care of them as their full-time employee. Um, mm -hmm. Our solution really is bespoke to that individual and the company so however you need us we show up um and i can give you some examples right so for the individual it's really taking care of them and their families picking them up at airports making sure that relocation and resettlement is taken care of for the client perspective we take on all the headache of um you know payroll services uh taxes and remittances um compliance security uh, measures um, and then also, you know, eliminating that need of engaging with multiple professionals, for example, like a PEO and an immigration attorney, like we're mm -hmm. a one-stop shop. So we provide mm -hmm. that full solution so that the client can just focus on, um, you know, having that candidate show up and continue to, um, you know, do their, their everyday work and mob squad taking care of all the rest. And that's the important i think point that you you hit talking about from the employer perspective um there's a lot of specifically for a u.s employer you know yeah. canadian um employment laws are a lot different than than what we have here in the u.s and so having that familiarity and understanding of that is is huge that's it's not it. just parking an individual in canada there's a lot more to that and so that's a it's a great point and one I just wanted to, to, to reemphasize. So kind of back to the individual, why should a high skilled individual, high skilled worker um, decide to use mob squad in order to come to Canada versus trying to do it on their own? I mean, I would say save your time um, and ultimately your money as well. Um, you know, I would really lean into that saying of you just don't know what you don't know. So mm -hmm. the truth is, you know, we speak to, a lot of individuals um, and companies, and we're often asked this exact this exact question. And you know, you hear some interesting stories and creative ways that people think that they can do it on their own. Which mm -hmm. sure, you can try. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's also not easy, and it's not very um, conducive to like somebody that knows nothing about the Canadian immigration system and like how employment is going to work. To your point, um, mm -hmm. Canadian employment law is quite different. Um, so, you know, why wouldn't you want to hire an expert in the space to facilitate uh, a seamless transition? Like, I know mm -hmm. I Yeah, and I think you nailed it, time, right? And if we think about what time means in, in 2023, um, I say this all the time, like time is literally a currency in 2023, right? Um, you know, the, 
that old saying time is money. Well, it, it is more so now than ever um, when in this, like I need it yesterday mentality. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a, that's a great point. It kind of leads me to a, a question we've talked about with processing, right? Yes. So let's say I initiate this process. Um, my employer wants to relocate. Um, we work with mob squad through the global talent stream. GTS is, as I refer to it here on this channel. Um, at one point, processing was about eight weeks, like roughly 60 days. I know more recently we've been in this kind of six weeks quote um, from a timing perspective. W what is the current processing times from uh, we have a go and we're initiating the process to when the individual is re fully relocated and, and up and running in, in Canada? Yeah, great question. And to add to that context, it was actually um, four weeks prior to COVID. So- mm -hmm. Right now, like today, if we were to start, um, we're still looking at kind of that six to eight week window. But um, something I think we're going to discuss later on um, is some new announcements that came to Canada that's actually mm -hmm. going to turn that time frame back down to the four week window. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the key, right, is that that goes back to the time and yeah. how, how quickly can I have it done? It's one of the things that, that we always get asked. H-1B transfers relocated to Canada. How quickly can this happen? Um, thing that I didn't mention um, that I'll add is that we're actually partnered with the Canadian government. And so what that allows us to do is provide these work permits on an expedited um, basis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might hear as an individual trying to apply um, on your own that it can take upwards of, you know, six months to get this done. Um, but fortunately for us, because of our partnership with the Canadian government, it allows us to shorten that time frame. And it's for the spouse dependents included, right? It's not just the individual that, that is part of that timeline. And, and I think that's a, an important point. Um, you know, when I had RF on in, uh, in January um, and then Graham on again in, in March, you know, the, this theme of, of economic uncertainty kind of continues to remain in the news cycle here in the U.S. as well as um, in, in Canada, how has that impacted Mob Squad in, in your hiring in Canada? Yeah, um, great question and very relevant. In full transparency, I mean, it hasn't been easy, right? The mm -hmm. But the resilience, I would say, of our team and the community that it supports, uh, that supports us and our engineers has truly been tremendous and has shown up. Um, so our employees are, I would say, more engaged than ever before. Um, and through Mob Squad, they have this ability to create local and cross-country relationships to support each mm -hmm. other through these times. And mm -hmm. so from, you know, going through a pandemic to an economic downturn that really just has disproportionately affected the tech industry, it's not easy. Um, mm -hmm. And then you layer on this remote work environment. So the cool thing about Mob Squad and something that we take pride in is just allowing to build a community around remote work. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, making something that's more collaborative out of a time that can be, you know, quite isolating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was one of the um, consistent themes in my interviews with Saurabh and, and Mary Grace is um, not only how the ease of the transition, but the community and culture um, within Mob Squad and, you know, that remote aspect and and how all of that just kind of is a culmination of the experience. 
And, you know, if we think about what are employees looking for right now, it's there's an experience and a culture that's important now more than than ever. And so I think that's one of the things that I always like to reiterate when I talk about Mob Squad that I think truly makes you unique. Um, not only the partnership with the Canadian government, but the the layers of redundancy that are in place within the organization, um, to me, is something that that has to be mentioned. I try to make sure I bring it up every time uh, that that we have someone on from Mob Squad, and um, it's a differentiator. It it just is. It's a differentiator from the individual side as well as from the client, the the employer, the U.S. employer side. Um, as well. So that's a that's a great point. Um, just wanted to ask everyone out there, if you haven't already, please make sure to like this video, uh, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, uh, click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we go live like we have here today on June the 28th, a little after 2 p.m. Eastern. Of course, I'm joined by Judy Husband's partnership manager at Mob Squad. Um, wanted to move into some breaking news that happened on Tuesday. Uh, of course, uh, Collision, which is Canada's very large immigration, I believe, annual conference that, that happens. Um, the Canadian immigration minister, Sean Fraser, announced a what they call he's calling a tech talent strategy. Um, it was literally all over Twitter yesterday. And, and I think the biggest aspect of this that really stood out, it included a three year open work permit uh, for H-1B visa holders, amongst some other changes to Canada's immigration policy. So. My question to you, Judy, is this. What kind of message do you believe this news is conveying to the global community of of high-skilled individuals, both those international as well as individuals that are here in the U.S. on temporary work visas? Yeah, I mean, there were really a suite of announcements that came with that whole tech talent strategy. Um, And I would say, like, the overall message it's conveying to the global community of highly skilled individuals is that, you know, Canada is more welcoming than ever to these individuals. Mm. Um, And the one thing I'll add in there is that Mob Squad can help, right? Yeah. Um, So when you kind of dissect that a little bit with regard to the H1B side of things, um, Mm -hmm. I do see a huge potential and benefit for those that, you know, recently got laid off um, due to the massive rifts, um, Mm -hmm. tech companies and, Uh, that trickling down to even like the startup community Um, and, you know, being able to stay within North America and just continue their kind of North American dream Um, Mm -hmm. where mob squad can help potentially here is, you know, we have a global talent roster uh, of individuals of that are highly skilled as well, that we tend to match with exception. We tend to match exceptional talent um, Mm -hmm. with best U S based tech companies that are still hiring. Mm-hmm. You know, however, I, I still see this at posing a an issue or problem for the 85% of people that don't get selected for the H1B. Right. Um, and so that's certainly still a strong area where we can um, help. And the one thing I'll add that you kind of alluded to earlier is now this return of the regular GTS processing um, times shortening mm-hmm. to um, essentially eliminating that backlog concern that we've been um, hearing on an ongoing basis since essentially COVID. 
And that plan is to accelerate that into 2024 um, and kind of continuing that through 2025, that that three weeks processing, which is incredible. If you think about it, you know, 21 days from an initiation of, of the, the GTS process, we could have an approval and potentially be in Canada. It's a lot different than in kind of the height of the pandemic where we were in this eight to 12 weeks, if not longer. Um, so it's really amazing. Again, you know, to your point, Canada continues to be much more immigrant friendly, high skilled immigrant friendly, and we've had some very aggressive goals, um, uh, in terms of, of talent acquisition, human capital acquisition, um, but I think you nailed it too, right? You know, 700,000 plus H-1B registrations for 85,000 slots. And then if we really peel it back further, like those individuals that weren't selected need a plan B, especially if they're here in the U.S. on an alternate status, EAD, OPT, or something else. Um but I think the other thing that to me is also really interesting and, and we could have a much longer conversation about it. Um, the number of individuals that are living and working in the U.S. on H-1B visa, that that 10,000 open spots is three percent maybe yeah. of the individuals that are living and working in, in the U.S. So while it is, you know, an olive branch per se, you know, the numbers and the impact in and of itself, I, I think will be more minimal than probably uh, the immigration Twitter world wants to, yeah. to, to believe it. So, um, but yeah, there's the, the other news about STEM, I thought was interesting, but to your point, the processing times tells me that they are um, absolutely bullish on how they're handling applications and the turnaround time on the processing and how critical that is. And it goes back to your point on, on time. Yeah, absolutely. Time is so <laughs> outside of that big announcement yesterday, I know you guys, you know, always participate in, in collision. Um, are there any other trends or like announcements that you foresee um, between now and, and really the end of the year for, for Canadian immigration? I mean, I think that was it. <laughs> like that was, mm-hmm. that was pretty huge. I think it made um, quite a big impact. I know it certainly did at Collision and just the media took it um, by storm yesterday. And I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, even individuals within Mob Squad was getting pinged left, right and center about what does this mean? What does this look like? How's like, you know, how does this change things for, for Mob Squad? And like, Ultimately, you know, I think the the general consensus here is that, you know, just as you mentioned, and I mentioned earlier, too, is that Canada is just much more welcoming. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. even before this news broke, um, we reached a population of 40 million. And that was largely in due in part due to the immigration policies we have here. Mm -hmm. Right. That newcomer target is going to be growing year over year. So I don't see that stopping anytime soon. I think it was 465,000 permanent residents this year, Mm -hmm. increasing to 485 next year, and then half a million by 2025. Mm -hmm. So I don't see anything in terms of the Canadian immigration policy stopping here. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you, you know, I know you mentioned you're in Toronto and there's a lot of, of, of data out there in Toronto in terms of being a city that's nearly 50 percent immigrants, which is staggering. I mean, globally speaking, I have to think that's probably one of the highest percentages of, of immigrant population in a, a major metro city, um, globally speaking. You know, another thing we, we don't hit on a lot here, but I wanted to briefly mention is when you start to look at at the advanced education student acquisition that's that's going on in Canada. I know that's a trend for me that that I tend to keep up with when we look at at international students and where they're going. Um, Seen a very significant and large spike in in that aspect of of Canadian immigration. The other thing I wanted to hit on that we did not discuss. and it is something that that I generally like to bring up when we talk about Mob Squad is the fact of when you do relocate to Canada via GTS, and mm-hmm. you mentioned express entry, um, working full time in Canada and that process of going from GTS to permanent residence, having a full time permanent role via a PEO in Canada, the, the point value of that um is is absolutely uh, incredible when we look at at what type of not going to say guarantee but but value add it, it brings to that that application process um anything that that you want to add there i mean i think the cool thing really is that you know our ability to have access to all these employer specific or um permanent residency streams that, you know, not a lot of individuals can actually uh, manage to access on their own. Um, Mm -hmm. They're kind of limited to just Federal Express entry, whereas through Mob Squad, it's like you have, um, for example, in the province of Alberta, the Accelerated Tech Pathway Program, um, which our founder was also involved in um, advising and and creating. So Mm -hmm. that also extremely shortens that length of time it takes to get PR, I think down to about six to 10 months. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have your BC tech pilot in British Columbia um, and the Atlantic immigration program um, in Halifax. So just that ability to have access and provide that as an option um, to our employees is, is truly powerful. And compare that to, permanent residency here in the US, specifically if I'm someone from from India or even China, but India right now and you know, employment based two and employment based three categories are anywhere between twelve to almost fifteen years. Jeez. And you're talking about ten months. Yeah. Potentially from an expedited uh, perspective. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I think this is where I always bring up the fact that you know, I'm a huge proponent of high skilled immigration here to the U.S., but I also want to make sure that the folks who are considering coming to the U.S. or are living and working in the U.S. and not satisfied with where they stand in line know what their options are. And that's why the partnership with Mob Squad and thank you so much for um Introducing me to Jamie, uh, my relationship with Jamie is something I value extremely, extremely high. Um, she's just an amazing person. She's Jamie's behind the scenes. No one, no one yeah, sees her. She's not been on on the channel, but um, and and 
and also with Arif and Irfan, I've had the opportunity to interact with him and my inter interactions and dealings with Nicole, as you mentioned, and, and Graham. It's just a professional, like, first-class organization at Mob Squad. And so it's, like, one of these things where I don't want people to leave the U.S. to go to Canada, but if they're going to, Mob Squad is the right solution. And so um, I just wanted to, to mention that uh, very quickly. I know I've shared Sarab's story. I know I've shared Mary Grace, but are there any recent success stories that, that you have kind of top of mind that you maybe want to highlight before we close out here? Yeah, I mean, I have so many, um, but one I'll share here is uh, one of my uh, favorites and near and dear to my heart because uh, it took a lot of conversations <laughs> with this company and engineer it. Not so much because they were difficult, but it was more about just who's the best option, right? And I kind of lean back into that, um, the phrase of the, you don't know what you don't know. Um, but just very quickly, you know, this candidate's background is in mechanical engineering. So not one that's as common that we we typically would help. But again, through the program, I mentioned uh, the Accelerated Tech Pathway in Alberta, uh, mm -hmm. we were able to help them um, and their family uh, relocate. The, the little insert that I wanted to add is that they had a, a slight level of skepticism, which I say is always okay, because I think um, it's important for you to do your due diligence when it comes to your livelihood and, and that of you and your families. And so, you know, they went down a different path of like exploring a PEO and what it looked like to, um, you know, hire on an immigration attorney and in almost all cases they were like yes we can do this yes we can do this but what he came to the realization was that everything that he was asking for from them was something that we were already telling him we can do mm -hmm. and so he exhausted all those options even when as far as like kind of signing a contract and ended up coming back to us and just saying okay, like this was not the cheaper option. It was not the quicker option. In fact, this was the most like exhausting option that mm -hmm. I explored and I'm so happy to come back to you. And it wasn't so much that I felt like it was a win, but I felt that his family felt so much comfort knowing that mm -hmm. they had um, a company like Mob Squad to lean on to make sure that their um, transition to Canada was seamless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I call that the high skilled immigrant anxiety. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where um, resilience of high skilled immigrants and folks that are willing to leave behind everything they know to pursue a better opportunity, whether that's here or somewhere else, um, it comes with a lot of uh, analytical aspects to, to the process, right? And needing to make sure that that it is the right fit for them as well as you guys and that's a that's a great story that that tells me that you're confident in your service offerings you understand the value add that it provides and it's it, it's one of these where it's like hey um we're here if you need us if you have a better option pursue it right and, and i think that's a it's a great point and um, a good highlight on, on a success story. So as I mentioned earlier in the video description below, there is a link to, um, to mob squad from, from me, it's an H1B guy link. Uh, if you're interested in talking to someone with mob squad, finding out how they can help you, um, don't leave your fate up to chance as we talk about all the time. Uh, please click that link and, and fill out that form. And, 
Um, someone from Mob Squad will definitely be in touch. I've also, uh, Judy, shared your LinkedIn profile in the video description below. So if you want to connect with Judy, please send her a connection link. Make sure you reference the H1B Guy channel um, in the interview uh, as well so that she knows who you are and, and where you, you found her. Um, but with that being said, you know, Judy, thank you so much for, for coming on here today and, and sharing and talking about literally some breaking news yesterday. Uh, very cool to, to have you on. The timing could not be any better. Um, if you're someone who is not going to have your H-1B application applied in the next couple of days, if you are confident like I am that there is not going to be a second H-1B lottery, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you. Um, and, and again, you can reference this this interview with uh, with Judy as well. Um, so, Judy, before I close this out, anything else that you want to add? No, just thank you. Thank you for, you know, creating this space um, and generating this community of um, amazing individuals that I know you're just here to help. And, um, you know, thank you for your time. For those of you who have joined us live or are watching a recorded version of this as Robert mentioned, like we just love to connect with you. Um, we take every individual case by case um, and we'll do the same and take the same type of care that yeah. Robert has with um, this community as well. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. And, and this is where I say, look, you know, we wanna make you aware of Mob Squad services if and when you need them. And that's really the biggest thing, right? Is, is be aware of, of what your options are if and when you need them, they are available for you. Um, thanks for joining. and, and Again, great timing. Have a, a list of thanks tomorrow for the third anniversary show. So, folks, if you'll tune back yeah. in tomorrow, that's scheduled for for one p.m. Eastern, um, and I'll be putting that out across the the socials. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close this out and remind everyone that that today's live stream was brought to you by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa related challenges? Do not leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Mob Squad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa-related uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. employer nearshore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking to find a rewarding opportunity in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse now, hopefully in as little as four weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. company or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. And also by our sponsors, perm-ads.com and Syndesis and Path to Canada. Thank you for helping bring this live stream out to the H1B Guide channel. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content or go live like we did here today on June 28th at 2 p.m. Eastern. With that being said, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for taking the time to watch my video. We really appreciate your support. I'm Robert, the H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B. Okay.